Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. In the first book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught until the day he was taken up after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While meeting with them, he enjoined them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father about which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, are you going at this time to restore the kingdom to Israel? He answered them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has established by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses throughout Judea, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him from their sight. While they were looking intently at the sky as he was going, suddenly two men dressed in white garments stood beside them. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. peoples clap your hands shout to God with cries of gladness for the Lord the most high the awesome is the great king over all the earth alleluia 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 God mounts his throne amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid trumpet blasts. Sing praise to God, sing praise, sing praise to our King, sing praise. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. For King of all the earth is God, sing hymns of praise. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. A 
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, resulting in knowledge of Him. May the eyes of your hearts be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope that belongs to His call, what are the riches of glory in His inheritance among the holy ones, and what is the surpassing greatness of His power for us who believe, in accord with the exercise of His great might, which He worked in Christ, raising Him from the dead and seating Him at His right hand in the heavens, far above every principality, authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And He put all things beneath His feet and gave Him as head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The word of the Lord lasts forever. What is this word that is living? He has brought us to His Son, Jesus Christ. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Thus it is written, that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And I, behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, raised his hands, and blessed them. As he blessed them, he parted from them and was taken up to heaven. They did him homage and then returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, praising God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
Brothers and sisters, happy Ascension Day. Wouldn't you have loved to be there, seeing Jesus give that blessing, give that promise, and then literally ascend in his human body, in a cloud, into the sky? The cloud is a sign of the presence of God. We see it so frequently. In the Old Testament, it is reminded to us with the incense, when incense is used in the churches, the cloud followed uh, uh, the Israelites in that, uh, the pillar of, of fire and the cloud, the presence of God, uh, the cloud coming to the tent of, of dwelling. It's a sign of God's presence. And that cloud now receives Jesus himself in the ascension. Several key themes come across the meaning of the ascension itself, Jesus taking our humanity up into the heavens, the command to pray for the coming of the Holy Spirit, the mission to proclaim his name to the far ends of the earth, and his second coming. These are all things, truths that this feast of the ascension makes us think about. This is a key moment in the Easter season because Jesus rises from the dead, that's Easter Sunday, and then he appears, as we heard in the first reading, for 40 days among his disciples, teaching them, showing them, explaining that his death and resurrection was a fulfillment of the prophets and the law and the Psalms. It's all God's plan. He didn't want them to be shaken in their confidence. This is the plan, Jesus was reminding them. This always was the plan. He had tried to explain it to them ahead of time, but we're human beings. We falter. Remember, they all deserted him and fled on the night that he was arrested, uh, even though he had foretold it. But now he, he reminds them again. See, I am alive with you. These Prophecies have now been fulfilled. The plan is moving forward. But he can't stay with us in his human form. Why? Because this gospel has to be spread to the whole earth. Now, he's not going to abandon us. You notice the first time he left the disciples, when indeed he was taken away under arrest, crucified, and laid in the tomb, that was the first leaving that was accompanied with great sadness and distress, even despair. But here we see he leaves now the second time, departing from them. They won't see him in his human form until the second coming. They won't see him in his human form anymore. But notice this departure doesn't cause sadness and distress because the gospel just told us they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Jesus had succeeded in teaching them. And we need to understand this too because we are living in this period where Jesus is not with us in human bodily form, but nevertheless is with us. And that's why they returned in great joy, realizing that the ascension of Jesus actually makes him more present to the whole world. If he were with us only in human bodily form, then only a few people could be present to him at a time. 
And many people would have to wait a long time until he came to them or they came to him, wherever he might be. But by his ascending to the throne, now he ushers in a new period of the kingdom of God, during which he is present everywhere. So the mission of proclaiming his death and resurrection, the mission of proclaiming faith and bringing people to it and to baptism can occur simultaneously throughout the world because he is not only with us in the Eucharist and in his word, he's with us in the spirit. This is why he promises them before he ascends, lest they think that now he's going to be absent, he, pro he, he commands them, pray for the outpouring of the Spirit. You will be filled with power. The Spirit is coming. And as we've already reflected, because the Gospel readings of recent days have led us into this reflection, that Spirit is Christ. That Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. He brings us Jesus. He brings us back to Jesus. He reminds us of everything Jesus taught us. He's not separate from Jesus. He's a distinct person. But he brings us Jesus. So the ascension, paradoxically, the going away, the disappearance, if you will, leads us into the, a fuller form of Jesus' presence. That form brings a mission. Proclaim this gospel to the ends of the earth. Oh, throughout these 40 days since his resurrection, he has kept emphasizing that. Because now that this Paschal mystery is being fulfilled, everyone's got to know about it. Remember how I always reflect with you when we talk in the, about the gospel accounts of his healing the sick, raising the dead. I said, well, why didn't he do it for everybody around there at that, at that time? Because he didn't. He only did it for certain select people. Well, because those were pointers. Those events, those miracles, those acts of service were meant to bring people to faith in Him. Because by faith in Him, the one who fills the universe in all its parts as He ascends to heaven in His humanity, that faith in Him brings everyone the healing, brings everyone ultimately the resurrection. And so He blessed them, He parted from them, but He did not abandon them. That is... Us. And then the theme of the body. We see it in the first reading here, the um, promise of the baptism. Okay, I'm sorry, the second reading. Ephesians, talking about the Father put all things under his feet and gave him as head over the church which is his body. The fact that we are the body of Christ means that God has already seated us with Christ in the heavens. Why? Because that's where his body went. And we are his body when we receive communion. Also through, through for our baptism, first of all, we are members of his body. So where is the body of Christ? Well, it's everywhere where the church is. But he's enthroned in heaven. Sits at the right hand of the Father. In other words, he's, he's equal to the Father. He's there now in his humanity. 
Remember, the night before he died, Jesus said to the Father, Give me the glory that I had with you before the world began. He had glory from all eternity because he's the Son of God. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial, one in being with the Father. He had glory. What's the difference now? The difference now in the ascension is that he has that glory on the throne in our human nature. The human nature, our body, our soul, our humanity is on the throne. Want to know what God thinks about human life? Our humanity ascends today. Our humanity sits at the right hand of the Father. Our humanity is now beyond the reach of death, of sin, of falsehood. It's beyond darkness and in light eternal. The head is there. We, the members, are right now, we're in a mysterious kind of, 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 of position because Scripture says He has already raised you up to the heights with Christ. Because we share His risen life. We're baptized. We have supernatural life in us. In our humanity, we must still die, but our life doesn't end. We are already seated with Him on the throne in some sort of anticipatory way because of our union even here and now in this valley of the shadow of death, in this world filled with sin, we are even now united with that risen and ascended Christ. That is why in the prayers of this liturgy, and we will hear it again in the preface, the prayer of the preface before the Holy, 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 that where the head has gone, we the members have the sure hope of following. We will be on the throne with Christ. This is why this is such a great feast for renewing our commitment to the sanctity of human life. Want to know what God thinks about human life? Look what he did today. He sat human life on his throne. The ascension shows the reason for Christmas. He took on our humanity. He descended from heaven. He came down from heaven, which, of course, he never, as God, actually left heaven. He came down from heaven in the sense that now he took on a human body and a human soul living among us in this world. But why? Why Christmas? For the ascension. The reason for Christmas is so that that humanity, united with divinity in the second person, Christ, could be taken up. He came down so that we could go up. We ascend today. We ascend because what Jesus did today makes our faith and our baptism possible makes it possible for Paul to say he has seated you already in the heights of heaven. Therefore, pay attention to spiritual things where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Oh, the sanctity of human life. It was already holy because God created it. And now it is taken 
by him to the very heights of heaven. How can we proclaim the ascension to the world if we ignore that same human nature that was taken today into the heights of heaven, if we ignore abortion and other acts of violence that throw it in the garbage? The church would not be credible, could not be persuasive to the world, could not offer to humanity the hope that this feast brings if we were to ignore those acts of violence. Anybody who thinks that preaching pro-life or talking about abortion is somehow intrusive into the faith, oh, we're not here to talk about those things. You know how some people say when we, when we preach about abortion in church, oh, we're not here to talk about those things. Well, then what are we here to talk about? Oh, we're here to talk about what Jesus did for us. Of course, you're right. Of course we are. And what Jesus did for us was to bring our humanity to the very heights of heaven so that we could give hope to humanity when senseless mass shootings occur, when sickness and death threaten us and our, our loved ones, and, 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 and we're living, we're reminded every day, we're living in the shadow of death, but we're reminded by this powerful reality of the ascension that death does not have the final word and that the destiny of the human person is not, never was, and never can be the grave. No, he creates us to be with him in the heights of heaven. So we proclaim that hope to the world and we say, come to Christ. This is your hope. But if we say, this is your hope, because this is what God wants for humanity, then we must take a bold, vocal, and strong stand for the sanctity of human life and say no one can dispose of it, whether through senseless gun violence or the senseless, equally senseless violence of abortion or anything else that would throw human life in the garbage. No, brothers and sisters, this is why we stand and why we stand boldly as pro-life people. Humanity is to be exalted. It is not to be trampled down. Christ is Lord. When we say Jesus Christ is Lord, the ascension reveals a dimension of this Relative to human life, Jesus Christ is Lord in His humanity. A humanity that is shared by the born and the unborn alike. By the healthy and the sick. By saints and sinners. A humanity that God loves so much that He died for, He united Himself with it in the Incarnation. He died for it on Good Friday. And today, He brings those mysteries to fulfillment by taking it into the highest place in heaven. There, preparing a place for us. You know, when we say Jesus opened the gates of heaven and that He's preparing a place for us, what does that mean? How do you make sense of that? Well, he opened the gates of heaven by bringing our human flesh and blood and soul there. That's how he opened the gates. The gates are made of, 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 of our humanity, human flesh and, and bones and blood. He brought it there. 
So we have a claim there. We have a place there because our human nature is there. And again, that same human nature is shared by everybody, no matter how small, no matter how weak, no matter whether they're a little tiny little child in the womb. Our humanity is there already. That's how we open the gates. I go to prepare a place for you. How am I going to prepare a place for you? Well, you're human. You're not divine. You're not an angel. How do you get there? The ascension answers that question. How do you get there? You're there. Our human nature is sitting on the throne. That's why we have the hope of being not only around the throne. Jesus says in the book of Revelation 3.21, to the victor I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. Wow. No more despair, brothers and sisters. No more abiding sadness. We can have sadness. We, we, we must have sadness at times in life and distress. We should be distressed over the violence that occurs, whether in these mass shootings or in abortion or anything else. But not abiding sadness. No, no, no. It has no place in the human heart, to stay there, to rest there. No. Because of the ascension. There is our hope. And there is our duty. There is our mission. That we proclaim that God so loved the world. This world. The world of each of us. The world of our human flesh. The world of the unborn. He so loved the world. That he gave his son and in giving his son to death on the cross, he gave him glory in the resurrection and the ascension. And therefore, he gave you victory and glory. So go this day and every day, just as those disciples went from the mount of the ascension, where he said, Lo, I am with you always until the end of the world. This was the day that he said that. I am with you always. He has not abandoned us. And then go from that mount with great joy, like this gospel passage says today. With great joy, because this Jesus, who has now prepared a place for you in the heights, is going to return. The ascension points to the second coming. He's coming back. Let's make sure that as he has prepared a place for us, in the heights, we prepare a place for Him. Not only in our own hearts, but in this world. By pushing away the violence of abortion and all other assaults on human life. Push it away. Because now it's time to prepare a place for the Christ who is coming back. Let that be the great joy with which now we go into our daily lives from that mount of ascension, the great joy with which we proclaim life and bring all to the one and only Savior, the one and only hope of humanity, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Alleluia. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.